Hello, 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 and welcome back to another episode of Shamelessly Unapologetic with me, your host, Alana Pinsky. So we are back with a solo episode, and so this episode is all about unapologetically appreciating what I have in life. As always, I like to start off my solo episodes with life updates with Alana Pinsky, and so... I don't have too many, but one of the first things that I guess I can share with you is Halloween weekend was this past weekend, and I had a really great weekend. So Friday night, I just spent most of my time DIYing some of my costume and some of my friends' costumes because the next day, two of my friends and I went to St. Helens, Oregon to visit the spirit of Halloween Town, and... That is basically where Halloween Town was filmed. And it's really cool because they do this really festive celebration from mid-September all the way to the end of October. And everything just comes to life in the small town. And they have a couple of like things that you can check out. There's photo opportunities. They have lots of vendors. They have a haunted house that's very family friendly. Everyone gets dressed up for it. And it really feels like a Halloween town and the town goes all out for it and it was so much fun so my friends and I went as rocket power characters so I was Reggie Rocket my friend Eileen was Twister and then my friend Hannah was Lars um our friend Ryan was gonna come he was gonna be Otto but he got sick unfortunately and then we were gonna have a squid and a Raimundo but they were unable to go which was really unfortunate so Our group costume idea looked a little odd with some of the characters missing, but it was still really fun regardless. And people were able to recognize the references with our costumes. And I thought it was really funny. So I really enjoyed that. So you can obviously go to Halloween Town any time of the year. It just obviously won't be very lively when you go like in December or February because nothing is going on but you absolutely can go and take a picture with the Spirit of Halloween Town sign, the giant pumpkin, the city hall building and just walk around. It's still there all year round. So that was what I did this past weekend. What's crazy is that we're now in the month of November. November is absolutely my favorite month. Maybe just because it's my birthday month, but you also have Thanksgiving. November is like prime fall month in my opinion. And I just think it's a very peaceful month. And I'm very excited for my birthday. It's coming up next Saturday. And it's just crazy that I'm going to be 31. What? Like, what's going on? It's so weird. I feel like I just turned 30 yesterday. It's crazy to see life flash before your eyes and just to see yourself age within real time. And I think that's why millennials always have like this identity age crisis because when they are realizing that they became an adult so quickly they feel like they were just kids yesterday and Gen Z likes to make fun of us for that but you know what they're going to be doing the same once they get older and they're going to realize oh my god I'm becoming more adult over time I have more responsibilities more things are hurting in places that they shouldn't you'll get there guys I promise just let us let us have our moment to just freak out about it but So happy it's November, and I'm just excited for what this month brings. 
And then finally, I've just been busy recording guest episodes, so getting more scheduled. And so I basically should be set for the rest of the year with guest episodes. And then obviously towards the end of the year, I take like a month and a half break from the podcast. And then eventually we'll be out with season three. So I have to start planning for season three. So I'll probably do that within the next few weeks and figure out if there's anything that I want to make changes to. So this is definitely a good time to implement feedback and see if there's anything you want from me for the podcast for season three. If you have any guests in mind that you want me to have on the show, feel free to send me some names. You can email me or DM me on Instagram and tell me who you recommend and I can reach out to them and see if they're willing to come on. So that's basically everything that's been going on with me for the past few weeks. So let's get into the main topic of today's episode. So this is about appreciating what I have in life. And I don't think I've actually done an episode on this. And I think it's important to be unapologetic about what you have in life and to appreciate what you have and to just share with the world why you are doing so well in life and I think we should all find things that are helping us do well in life and I have a little exercise that I'll share with you at the end of this episode to help you with that but I'll start off with some of the things that I wanted to share so the first thing is having a safer and better job with a non-toxic work environment so I started a new job back in June And I am at a big tech company and it's definitely very new-ish because I have been at four startups before a big tech company and I have so much workplace trauma from startups, especially my previous company, which was Cerebral. And yeah, I am still trying to unlearn a lot of behaviors that sort of developed and formed when I was working at a startup and now I'm just trying to unlearn that and People on my team have been so supportive of that. I've been able to have like comfortable conversations just saying, hey, if you ever feel like if I'm saying something that comes across as rude or unprofessional or if you feel like I'm not fulfilling or meeting certain needs or expectations regarding my position, please just come talk to me first. Please don't go to our manager. Please, please, please just talk to me. I promise I want to be able to work it out and chat with you so We can make things right. And everyone has been so receptive to that. And I'm so glad that was something that I was able to learn from my last job because I didn't do that at my last job. And the fact that I'm like, okay, because this has been a pattern and I deal with a lot of like oversensitivity and petty things at startups, I'm just going to say, hey, this is how I want to handle it. And I appreciate it if you respect this boundary that I have. Otherwise, it's just going to drive me out of this company. So far, I have not been yelled at. I think I'm going on, what is it? I'm going on month five of my job and I have not gotten in trouble once. And around this time, I think within month four of any job that I've been in, I start to get really unhappy with what I'm doing or with my company And I start getting yelled at for stupid things. And I have not been yelled at for any stupid things whatsoever. So I want to keep that flow going, keep that energy going. And I really want to at least make it to my one year mark, which will obviously be next June. And I genuinely think that I can do it. I think the only thing that would 
prevent me from getting there is if my performance suffers. But things have been very slow at my company. And so it's been kind of hard to track performance just because work's really slow. But I think beginning of next year within Q1, it's going to get more busy. And then I think like there's probably going to be a little bit more pressure. But I am going to say challenge accepted because I know how to do my job. I am not a bad recruiter. I just need to, you know, create a good strategy for myself. And that is what will help me like meet my performance expectations. And as long as I meet my performance expectations and metrics, I should honestly be fine. So that's the first thing. The second thing is my cat. I obviously am so grateful for my cat, Elsa. I've had her for eight years and that's how old she is. And so she'll be nine in June. And, you know, Elsa just makes me very happy. I don't think I would have been able to get through grad school without her. Grad school was a very, very dark time in my life. And she really just made me a lot happier, really helped with my anxiety and some depression that I was experiencing. And all of my friends from Kentucky loved her. You know, she's a great cat. I know she can be very sassy and bratty, and sometimes she can get a little aggressive towards people that she's not familiar with. And she really developed a bad hissing habit when we moved to California, and that's kind of stuck with her since. And I think that's just because of some trauma that she had with some cats when we first moved there. But, you know, Elsa's a great cat. I am so happy with the decision that I made when I found her on Petfinder. I was just very drawn to her and her picture. And we truly are a good match. And I know that my cat loves me very, very much. And she trusts me. And we have a great relationship and I am always so fascinated by the relationships between animals and humans. It's so fascinating to me because animals don't speak English unless if you're a parrot, but parrots kind of more like mimic what they hear. So I'm not sure if that really counts because you can't really have like an actual conversation with a parrot. But it is still so cool that animals do try their best to communicate their needs and wants to humans even though It's in another language and animals also do their best to understand the language that their human speaks and I think that's really cool. So yeah, always appreciated for my cat and the joy that she brings in my life. The next thing that I appreciate is my awesome friend group in Portland. So I think it took me about six or seven months to start really making friends in Portland. When I first moved, the only person that I kind of really had for comfort at the time was my roommate who I was living with in a house in St. John's, and she was awesome. I haven't really talked to her since, but, you know, I hope she's doing well. She's a really sweet, awesome girl. And, you know, she definitely, like, made me feel very welcomed moving into Portland. She gave me lots of great pointers and recommendations to help me get settled. And it was a very comfortable living situation. And I love that we had a four-bedroom house all to ourselves. Like, we didn't have to pay for the other two vacant rooms. And that was because our landlord was going to be selling the house in May. So my landlord just didn't care. And my landlord was also just a genuine person. Like, he was probably one of the best landlords I ever had for a short amount of time. 
As I was saying though, once I moved into a new apartment, I live in an apartment complex, I started going to more social events because I knew like, okay, now that I'm not really around my old roommate anymore and she very well could also be leaving Portland, I need to make friends. Attending those events really helped and then I found out a girl that I knew from high school from my Jewish youth group moved here and we reconnected and then I randomly met people throughout different things and I've been able to like stay consistent with that and I want to say I have like about five or six friends here in Portland and I think that's a solid number to have especially as an adult in your 30s. So I don't feel lonely in Portland. I have really great friends that I can depend on and that can make me happy that I have a really good time with and that is something I can appreciate because I was definitely nervous about moving to a city where I knew absolutely no one and I somehow was able to pull it off and make friends but at the same time I am very extroverted so it wasn't too hard for me but I was still nervous I can't lie I was nervous about how I was gonna make friends and well I made it happen this one is gonna sound silly but I really appreciate that I have health insurance because wowee my medications for my ADHD and anxiety are absolutely not cheap and I also have another GI appointment coming up which would not be cheap if I didn't have health insurance and I have been dealing with really bad acid reflux flare-ups. It's still really bothering me. I feel like PPIs are just not working, antacids are not working and my acid reflux is starting to really impact my voice. I get very hoarse, sometimes my voice breaks. I have to clear my throat, which is already pretty damaging for your vocal cords, and I'm just always uncomfortable. And I also am hoping that with this GI appointment that I have in two weeks that I'll get a good recommendation for an ENT so so I can see what's going on with my vocal cords because I genuinely think my vocal cords are damaged and reflux has obviously fried my esophagus and I always having to clear my throat I have a speech impediment but that's not like what I'm going to an ENT for It's my actual vocal cords where I have a very raspy, sometimes I can sound very croaky and I get a lot of voice fatigue and my voice feels really strained and I do want to make a YouTube video regarding my voice because I do get a lot of hate for the sound of my voice and that really sucks and most hate comments obviously don't bother me but when it comes to the sound of my voice it does get to me because I'm very insecure about the sound of my voice and I sound kind of like a child like a drunk child and I feel like I don't sound very feminine obviously voice feminization surgery is something that I could look into and I want to say that's not just for trans people I think I just need a tweak or a small adjustment just to kind of make my voice just not sound the way it does one thing I want to focus on first is just getting to the bottom of what's going on inside my larynx and just my vocal cords in general because I genuinely do think that there's inflammation there and something is wrong with my voice. And it's something that I've pretty much been dealing with my whole life and I didn't really become aware that it was my acid reflex that has been impacting my voice for all of these years. So I'm so grateful for health insurance because that obviously will make things 
a lot cheaper for me because I don't know how I would have been able to afford like all of these procedures and appointments and my medications without health insurance. And then speaking of health stuff, um, I'm also really happy and appreciative of the meds that I take to keep me regulated. Let me just say Lexapro is one hell of a drug and I have not felt very anxious in such a long time. I have seen such significant improvement with my mood and I just don't feel a lot of like edge that really, really um, makes me feel nervous or anxious and I just feel like I'm calm and that's great. That's what it should be doing. So I know it's working and I just got a new med adjustment for ADHD and I actually am seeing much better improvement with that. I think what I was taking was too low of a dosage. So I'm really appreciative for the mental health nurse practitioner that I'm working with because she's been really good at like adjusting my meds way better than Cerebral could ever. So, so appreciative of her as well. Another thing that I'm very appreciative is uh, having a studio apartment that I can afford. When I was living in San Francisco, I could never afford a studio apartment. And here in Portland, I can. And I am so glad that I got my studio when I did. I got a really good deal because they still had COVID rates going on. And I'm still on those um, rental concessions that can keep renewing every time I renew my lease. So really happy I nabbed that deal. I mean, I have an amazing view for my apartment. And with the fall foliage peak starting to happen in Portland right now, the view from my window is a uh, chef's kiss. It's so beautiful. Absolutely stunning. I get some decent amount of natural light from a northwest facing window. That's not the most ideal direction you want your windows to face, but I do get it during the day and I don't really have to have lights on during um, the day in my like bed area. So I am very appreciative for natural light and the space that I have in my studio apartment, the layout that I have, and it is very comfortable. It's a great situation that I'm so thankful for. I'm very appreciative for having more than one source of income because about a year ago, I didn't really have that. So, I would say like my main sources of income is obviously my full-time job. I still have to depend on that right now, but I do have another part-time job and I probably work that maybe seven hours a week on average. And that's been another additional source of income. And then I have my YouTube channel, but unfortunately like I suck at meeting that threshold, the monthly payout. So I typically get paid from YouTube every other month, but we're getting there. It's not gonna be forever. Like one day I will start getting paid every other month. That's just why I gotta keep working at it. And I do make some revenue from Amazon. I don't wanna consider Amazon my, like another source of income because it hasn't really generated much for me yet. So I don't want to say it's a fourth source of income. And then I am working on a project. I promise once this project is done, I haven't been able to work on it in the past few weeks, but I do hope that I can get it out in the beginning of 2023. And I hope that can be another source of income for me. So stay tuned to what that project is going to be because I cannot wait to share it with everyone. Another thing that I appreciate is that my skin and my hair is getting better. I remember during the pandemic and then all of 2021, 
I had some horrible, horrible hormonal acne and it was just coming out with a vengeance. And ever since I changed my birth control and have found different skincare products for me and then also got like Trentinin, that immediately helped my skin go back to normal. And I feel like my skin is honestly better than ever. Yes, I still get a couple of breakouts and pimples here and there, but at least it's not hormonal. So I'm very happy with that. And my hair is also getting better. Like I stopped putting heat in my hair and I've started to just style my hair more with like better products and also to do a heatless curling method that gives me beautiful curls, by the way. And it's honestly been so much better for my hair. And I think that's going to really just make my hair better in general. So I'm excited to see like where my hair will be six months from now as it continues to grow and just get stronger. And then that way, maybe I don't have to wear long hair extensions anymore because the goal is to grow my hair to as long as my extensions are. But I still will have to wear like a closure for my top crown because that has some permanent damage where some hair just genuinely can't grow back all the way. So I will have to continue to deal with that. But again, that's the goal is to stop wearing extensions. I appreciate that I was able to make plastic surgery happen for me this year. I said goodbye to my double chin back in February and I'm pretty much healed at this point and my chin looks so much better and I feel so much happier and confident within myself knowing that I was able to get rid of that with liposuction and I made a whole episode about my surgery and what the liposuction process was like for my double chin so feel free to check that episode out and yeah I'm just I'm very happy about it and that it wasn't as expensive as I thought it was going to be and that's just really boosted my self-esteem so much and I don't have to worry about it coming back which is really great. I'm very appreciative for my siblings. I feel like I don't show enough appreciation and gratitude for my siblings. My relationships with my brother and my sister haven't always been the best. Like I will say I don't talk to my brother as often as I like. I just feel like I don't really have that much in common with him but there are times where I do want to call him and say hi and I do think my brother has gotten a lot better and my sister you know used to be such a brat to me you know she was never really nice to me growing up but you know she admitted to me that she was very insecure and weak and she was just trying to fit in because everyone else wanted to shit on me and so she felt like she had to do the same and that sucked but it's gotten a lot better I mean don't get me wrong my sister and I still very much butt heads but it is so much better and I absolutely love my sister. I really do. She probably would not listen to this episode. Like she doesn't really like listen or watch my content and that's fine. Like I'm, I'm not offended by that because she's not really my target audience anyway. But I just need my sister to know that I absolutely do love her and I do care about her and I do care about my brother as well. I'm just really grateful that my relationships with them have significantly improved as we've gotten older. The next thing that I'm really appreciative for, well, it hasn't happened yet, but I get to do some traveling this month. After being gone for like a good chunk of September, I mean, most of my travel, I was pretty much in Virginia. So I wasn't really having fun because I was there due to an unfortunate circumstance. And then really the only fun travel that I had was in the beginning of the month when I went to San Francisco. 
but with the travel that I have coming up, so for my birthday weekend, I am going to do a day trip with my friends to Astoria, which is on the Oregon coast. I am so excited. I've heard such great things about Astoria and that it's really beautiful. Everyone's really excited for that. And then I am going to Seattle for a few days. That was going to be a goal of mine this year to go to Seattle. And I'm making it happen, which I'm so excited about. And then I'm actually flying out of Seattle to the East Coast because for Thanksgiving, I'm going to be with my family in Philadelphia. So my family is either located in um, either Virginia or Philadelphia or in, in like the South Jersey area. So I'm going over there for Thanksgiving. And unfortunately, yes, I have to like deal with my aunt who I don't really like. Honestly, the reason I made the decision to to go was because I wanted to actually hang out with my brother for a little bit, um, do a little bit of more exploring of Philadelphia because Philadelphia is a cool city. And then I get to see my friend Caitlin in New York City. We always went Black Friday shopping in New York City whenever I would go. And she lives in North Jersey and she's so close to um, the city. So it's an easy train ride for me to go. So it gives me an excuse to see her because I haven't seen her in a few years due to the pandemic. So that's going to be really, really fun. So I am going to be going to like four cool cities this month. It's going to be a lot of travel, but I'm, I'm so excited. So, so, so excited. And I think it's just going to really put me in a good mood. So stay tuned for all those travel vlogs that I have coming up on my YouTube channel. And then the last thing that I'm really appreciative for is my small but yet engaged following that has constantly cheered me on and supported me all these years on the things that I create. I would not be here without you guys and I just want to take the time to appreciate you guys. Y'all are so awesome. I love the energy that y'all bring to my kid and fam on my YouTube channel. And for those who do listen to the podcast and DM me saying how much you really enjoy my podcast, that makes me so happy. And I just had to give y'all the shout out because I would not be here without you guys. And I owe you so much. So Thank you again from the bottom of my heart for being here and supporting me throughout all of these years. That is my whole list of everything that I appreciate for what I have. And so if you feel like you're kind of struggling to appreciate what you have, or maybe you just want to practice gratitude, because I think practicing gratitude on yourself is such a very healthy and wonderful thing to do for yourself. Here's a little exercise that I actually did this morning. And basically, this exercise was created by Gabrielle Bernstein. I have her super attractor journal. And so there are a couple pages in the journal that have some sort of like guided practice. And so this morning, my page that I wanted to journal in had the exercise. The guided exercise that you can do for yourself is appreciation dissolves all blocks to the presence of your super attractor power. Free write for five minutes on all that you appreciate in life. So there you go. I want you to try it out. Set a timer for five minutes and make a list to appreciate everything that you have. And it can be things that you're grateful for in life or things that you're so happy that you have in your life. I mean, technically, that's the same thing. I think gratitude can really boost your mood. So I challenge you to try it out and see what it does for you. And you'll definitely have to email me and let me know what it did for you, which is 
shamelessly unapologetic podcast at gmail.com and make sure you do follow the podcast on instagram at shamelessly unapologetic i really hope you enjoyed listening to this episode be unapologetic for showing gratitude in your life and with that i will see you next week with a brand new episode bye